Hey everybody, welcome back to Stories That Inspire. It's me, Patrick, without Carson this time. Carson's feeling a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to step in and just cover it like I usually did without Carson. Um, today, we're joined by one of my uh, one of my good time friends here at Xavier. Uh, this is Mallory Bowling. Mallory, if you want to say hi to the people. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so Mallory, I kind of wanted to introduce the people like I always do when I have a guest on. Um, so how do we how do we know each other very well? Um, so we're both in the same honors program here. Oh my God, did you just name drop the Smith Scholars program? I did program? just name, sorry, <laughs> I had to. But um, I think we first started getting close when we went on the retreat that was randomly required. It seems to be a common theme and, without all the... Oh, yeah, all the other... All the, all the, all other the guests we've had on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I I mean, I knew Carson and I knew Jack and then I finally got to know you, mm-hmm. Patrick. Oh, my goodness. And I think the first time we really got close was when we were all playing ping pong. And yeah, that's true. You that's did. True. You picked up a table. And I you, <laughs> <laughs> you picked up a table and you hit the ping pong with it. And that's, I think ever since we've been great. That's a good video. Great yeah, friends. that's a solid video. If we ever get around to posting it, I will post it somehow on the podcast. I don't know how that'd be possible, but I think everyone should see that video. That's a good video. It's a great video. Anyways, um, but yeah, that's kind of how we know each other. I always thought Mallory was just like okay, but I had to I had to put another person on the podcast, so she was the last resort. Guys, that's not true. He's been begging me for weeks. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory, has, Mallory has no stage presence. She's scary to talk to. I'm terrifying. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but anyways, yeah, so let's get into it a little bit. Mally, what did you pick for your story this week? Oh, it's been it's been a great debacle. For several <laughs> weeks, I've been going back and forth between no options whatsoever. And, and, oh, and no options. No That's option. the second option. Yeah, the, so yeah. the next option. So today we'll be discussing the Hunger Games, but strictly Ooh. the movies, because I've actually never read the books, which is kind of embarrassing because I do love reading. I just never got around to reading them. Uh, My mom was the one in my family who read them, and then she made me go to the movies with her, and I never understood them. I saw the second movie, the first, the first, like I never saw the actual first movie. (laughs) I only saw the second. You still never seen the first movie? No, I I finally did go back, and then... um, I remember being confused, too. (laughs) I know, I was really confused. I walked into the theater to watch Catching Fire, Mm -hmm. and I walked out and I was like mom what did happen she's like you'll get it when you're older and I get it now (laughs) it's a fantastic series um trying to think but the first time I actually watched them the full way through was right after I got hip surgery I got hip surgery right before my sophomore year of high school like the week before and the week before I started sophomore year so the weekend before I started I had no homework to do obviously so I kind of just sat on the couch because I couldn't move. (laughs) So (laughs) I sat on the couch with uh, my dad and my brother, and my mom was gone for the weekend for some reason. I don't remember her ever being there. (laughs) Just in general? (laughs) Just in general. Now that you mention it, she's just never there. Now that you mention it, I don't remember ever seeing my mother. (laughs) But um, my mom just wasn't there, and I remember watching the first movie with my dad on the couch because it was on a random TV channel, and then so I recorded all of them, and then... That weekend, I watched all of them in like two days, and then I, that's when my obsession started. I absolutely loved it. I would watch it maybe like 
once or twice, like a month, every month or two, just because it made me so happy. Typically the first movie or second movie, because second movie obviously was the first one I saw. I so. think the first one's the best. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen the first two. I don't think I ever saw the last two. But I read all the books. Um, so Thank I'm, goodness so we I'm have. Be- so I'm better than you. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess I read all the books. I don't really remember a lot about the third book. Mm-hmm. I do remember that they split the movie into two parts. Yes. Um, dystopia was like a huge thing it for like was. five years. It was, honestly, the and di- I, the teen dystopia. I fell for it. I <laughs> fell for it. I fell for it so hard. I read Divergent. Oh my God, Divergent's the worst. It was so it's bad. so bad. I remember when Tris died. Like, when I read the last book, I was like, huh? Oh, spo- spoilers, by Spoil- the way, I guess. Sorry, it's I, I been out since. I, it's been out. It's if been you, out for maybe 10 years. If you haven't read it yet, please don't. <laughs> Save it's, your time. It's not worth it. It's the not first one's good. decent. It's okay. That's it. Don't I, watch the them. world really doesn't make sense. I I, I, I can't I can't rant about this for too long. But I get mad when people are like, "Oh, Divergent's good." No, it's not. It doesn't make any sense. There's five. Fa- there's four factions. Why do you need to make factions? No, there's five. There's five. Okay, there's four. So there's, there's five. Why do you need to make five factions? It doesn't make any I sense. I was in candor. <laughs> I took quizzes. That's that's what all the the books have though that are like super successful. They're just uh, people say like astrology's dumb and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm a Gryffindor." No, you're not. <laughs> I'm a Every Everyone can be a Gryffindor. I'm a Ravenclaw. I have a shirt that says I'm a Ravenclaw. Same. Oh my god. We're both dorks. <laughs> this is so bad. This is so bad. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I fell for the dystopian because I read Divergent in fourth grade. I remember taking that thick book into my fourth grade classroom and my teacher being like, are you reading that? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and she, uh, she's like, okay, because she had read it, and there was a lot of inappropriate scenes in them. That's I remember it, that. That's how my mom felt when I started reading the Hunger Games, because I, I, as a kid, I was a huge reader, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back into reading again now. Mm-hmm. But like, I would just devour book after book after book, and Same. I, I would, like, I would ask my dad, I'm like, what else can I read? And he's like, read this, and he tells me <laughs> the Hunger Games, and he's like, they're pretty good. I think you'd like them. Uh, but I was like, I was reading those, and I think I read those before I read like the Maze Runner series. Mm-hmm. I oh. love the Maze Runners are some of my favorite books of all time. And oh, I need to read them. I hope I'll I've also those are I've only ever seen the movies, and I love the movies. I love the first movie. The other two I don't like because they aren't like the book. Oh, they I think okay. The books well, are that better. would the second book is one of the best books of all time. I I can't talk about this. <laughs> I'm gonna get upset. But I I love those books and. Yeah, I remember reading the Hunger Games at the, and my mom was like, "Oh my God, what are you reading?" And she was like, "I read those books. You can't read those." And I was like, "Well, I'm already halfway through the first one." <laughs> and I remember, I think I was like 11, and my dad got my dad got into some trouble for that one. He, there was there was a fight. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so enough enough about me and other Mallory's books. love of <laughs> other books, of teen dystopia. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I wanted to ask you, so, since the Hunger Games, what are some moments from uh, from the, the movies that have always stuck with you over the years, and why do you think that the moments have stood out for so long? Um, okay, <laughs> this one's kind of stupid, but one of the moments from the book or from the movie is there's a scene in Catching Fire movie mm-hmm. because when I went to see them at the movies with them, is it catch- yeah, it's Catching Fire. Um, there is one tribute in the elevator with Katniss and Peeta. And oh my gosh, and Haymitch. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what's her name? She's in all of them afterwards. No, no, I'm I blanking. But she, <laughs> like, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. 
<laughs> but she, um, so I was in the theater with my mom and also my cousin mm -hmm. and my aunt. And she, to like um, throw Peta off or something, or maybe I don't know what it was. I don't, because I never read the books. I don't mm -hmm. know why she did, but she undresses herself. Like she uns makes Peta unzip her. That is, and that my is aunt covered my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so that moment's always stuck with me because I was like, why are you covering my eyes? Because I didn't know. And then I saw the movie. My like right like when I was fifteen, I saw the movie actually in the context that it's supposed to be. And, and I'm it like, makes sense, yeah. Oh, that's why she covered. Yeah, me. that makes sense why she's covered yeah. my eyes. But um, a scene that's probably always like stuck with me. I mean, in the first movie when Rue is killed during the games mm -hmm. and Katniss like lays her. Oh, and breaks my heart every I time. I know, and the, like when Katniss laid her in the field. Uh, flowers, or she died in the field. I can't remember. Oh my God, and she sings the song. And she oh sings the God. song, and that is the start of the rebellion. Oh my like, God, that, that destroyed me. I that moment has always stuck with me because I'll see like stills from mm -hmm. that movie mm -hmm. on like TikTok or something, like because <laughs> yeah. they'll just post stills from their favorite movies all the time, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I completely agree because that's such a beautifully shot scene. Yeah. Where and then like all the. Oh my goodness, it's so great. I think The Hunger Games does very well. I personally, I think it would have done a lot better if it was just one book and it just and instead of the trilogy it focuses not on rebellion but instead about like just a different character entering the games each year. Mm -hmm. Because I think that would have been really cool to see like yeah. someone who's rebellious or maybe someone who sacrifices themselves or like somebody different like that. Mm -hmm. I would have made it more like anthology. Yeah. So like you go through the years, but okay. that's just me. But, like, the rebellion story is cool, too, because, like, I don't know if you'd have a lot of moments like that if it wasn't a rebellion story. Mm -hmm. So I think I think that that is definitely, like, a cool moment. That's that's when I realized, like, there's pretty good writing in these books. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was pretty good. I love that scene because you see Rue's impact throughout the rest of all of the movies, at least. Mm -hmm. I mean, I assume in the books, mm -hmm. but... In the movie where in Catching Fire and then Katniss and Peeta have to go around to all the different, um, what are they called? They're not factions, obviously. Um, districts. Districts. Think, they yeah. have to go to, around to all the districts and basically apologize for the dead. Yeah. And like yeah. be like, they won't die in vain. And my bad on that one. My honestly. bad on that one. Sorry. I know sorry. they're dead, but sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> I was the one. <laughs> I was the one who killed them. I'm but. so sorry. And... Um, how the first one in the movie, um, like in the movie, they first go to Rue's district, mm. and Katniss has to stare at Rue's picture oh and her parents, and <laughs> that's worst. when, oh my gosh, and just like how Rue is still seen throughout all of, like her impact is still seen throughout all of the movies. Oh my goodness, I love these movies. I went home a couple <laughs> weeks over Christmas break. I watched all four movies in. 24 hours do you do you think that the last one needed to be split into two parts no <laughs> no there was absolutely no reason which is which is the worst one probably Mockingjay part one yeah, yeah. exactly because yeah. it can just be one like Mockingjay like I mean I never really I never read the books obviously so I don't know what's different from the books and the movies but mm. Mockingjay was just kind of like eh. Catching Fire and the first and the Hunger Games or that's what I, people always say about the books, too. They say that Mockingjay is the weakest link. Exactly. Which is so sad, because trilogies always either bang with the last book, or they fizzle out every single exactly. time. Exactly. Every single time. Mm -hmm. I've, I have yet to read a trilogy 
Well, that's that's a lie, actually. I read Mistborn. But I have yet to read a trilogy other than Mistborn that leaves me completely satisfied at the end. Because it's just like, it'll never be as good as the first or second one. Mm-hmm. Unless you really, really do it right. But yes, that's just me. Um, anyways, like kind of what we were talking about. Um, do you have like a character or like multiple characters that you think you relate to in the story? Um, and, and why, of course. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> I can't, I mean. Hmm, definitely, hopefully not Gale. Ugh. Are you team? You, are you don't you, like Gale? But he, he's, he's, he's so he says... He kills babies. I can't even remember. <laughs> he kills babies. Did he kill kids? Yeah. Man, that's messed up. No, because he was in charge of the, um, he was, yeah, he was in charge of, like, the oh, overhead, like, like, when they killed all the nurses. And oh, the, He's yeah. the reason why Primrose died. Yeah, that's messed up. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark. So he's the reason why that airstrike happened. He is better but looking in the, in the he movies. He is though. better looking. But I am a PETA fan uh, because... The bread or the character? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I do love PETA bread now that mm, I think about PETA it. PETA bread. PETA bread. Uh, <laughs> but I love PETA. I also love the guy who plays him because he's from Kentucky. And so is oh Jennifer God. Lawrence. And you're from Kentucky. And I'm from Kentucky. I, it's just <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is from Louisville. Oh. I think you mean. She Lu- has a. I think you mean Louisville. <laughs> that was awful. That was so bad. But uh, she is like, so all around Louisville. This is completely off topic now, but <laughs> all around Louisville, we have Louisville's best, uh-huh. and they're like picture Louisville's best, something like Louisville's. No, it's like the person from Louisville, and then they're Louisville basically. So okay. it's Jennifer's Louisville. Mm-hmm. And so all around the city, there's different famous people from Louisville, just on banners, just on random buildings. So downtown, when you're coming from Indiana into downtown Louisville, there's a banner of Jennifer Lawrence on the side of my dad's work building. It's so haunting. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny because I remember when she, like, right after the Hunger Games come out and the banner's just already up. And I was like, huh, I don't know who she is. <laughs> At least she's famous. At least, at least we have someone. <laughs> but, I mean, hmm. I'm trying to think. I think I relate to the cat. The cat was always there. The cat? The cat. There was a cat that Primrose <laughs> loved. And so, uh, just hanging around. Just hanging around. Um, I love Katniss. I love, love, love Katniss. Like, she does have her flaws, but, mm-hmm. like, the whole entirety of Catching Fire and Mockingday, she is just switching between Peter and Gale, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, true. just pick one. Come on, you gotta pick one. But I mean, I get it. <laughs> I think my favorite moment from those books maybe is when, um, instead of uh, instead of shooting snow, she shoots the other lady at the end. Oh, yes. I love that part mm-hmm. at the end. I think that's really cool. That's a cool Katniss moment for me. Mm-hmm. That's not, because cool. I mean, it's like, you know. You you work this whole time and you're just gonna throw people back into it again. Exactly. Nah, 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 nah. Because like at the tables they were talking and they were like, we're gonna have another Hunger Games with the people who started the Hunger Games, and she's like, it's just bloodlust. What's the point? Exactly. You she's, won. It's over. Exactly. You're all. You are sitting inside the Capitol and you wanna. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it again. Let's but do this it again. time, make it with the other kids. Make it with. <laughs> The younger those kids, like... <laughs> Let's watch the little kids do it. This time, they're rich. <laughs> so it'll be worse and bloodier. Oh, my gosh. So I love Katniss. I mean, I don't know if I really... I don't really know too many of her traits because I didn't 
read the books, but <laughs> I keep coming back to this. I gotta let you all know that I did not read the books. So I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. No. I'm just a dork. I just have too much time on my hands <laughs> to watch four movies in 24 hours. I'm just a loser. I'm just I didn't a read loser, the books. Guys. But um, I love Katniss. I wish I could shoot archery like she does. My yeah. brother shot archery. Now I please smash. That's why. <laughs> that's why is why I like the Tomb Raider games because you have the bow and arrow. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty chill. But yeah, so we're gonna move on to our next little question here. So I wanted that. Usually I don't get to ask this a ton because people don't people don't always pick sci-fi or fantasy books. But this this applies here. And I guess I guess maybe I should ask the opposite here. The normal question I would ask is that is there something about the setting of the story or the world? Um, where it where it takes place that you really enjoy or think that other stories could benefit from adding, um, maybe maybe an aspect of the world that you thought was really well done, but it's like negative, mm-hmm. I guess. Like I think, I don't know. Go 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 ahead. Whatever you, whatever. You're I feeling. mean, something that I did like about it was that the capital is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool because it's where all the rich people are. I mean, but I think something I really liked how. I don't know the author's name now that I think about it. <laughs> but I think it was really well done how she mirrored some aspects of our current society mm-hmm. into the books where it's like, oh, if we do divide people up into like classes or um, not just classes, but like separate them and then they all have to come together and kill each other. <laughs> You're like, ooh, that's why. And then, like, the suppression of, um, like, the higher-ups, the capital send their people in to suppress. It's, like, policing and stuff. I think it was really cool how she mirrored that in a way that people would be like, oh, this fantasy's so good. But then it's, like, when you see the movies and then you think to recent, like, political events or current-day events, like, um, a lot of the uh, Black Lives Matter, like, um, the protests in the summer of 2020 and ever since and before you can see it mirrored and um see it mirrored whenever the i don't know what they're called the people in the white they kind of look like stormtroopers but they're like the guards yeah the guards how Mm -hmm. they just will storm districts whenever they uprise Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. is like seeing that and mirroring it that i just think that's really cool yeah. It's not great, obviously. It's really bad. Yeah, it's, honestly, it's It sucks cool that it mirrors, that. but <laughs> I think she did a fantastic job with mirroring mm-hmm. current day events with um, this fantasy world. Yeah, I think that's a lot of, I, I don't know, I, I see a lot of fantasy authors and sci-fi authors focusing more on that, and I find myself focusing on that in my own writing. Um, when I, whenever I write creatively for something, like I'm working on a novel right now, and it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but mm-hmm. the, the main thing that I like about it is that like I can mirror these things that I see. And you know, when, when I was a kid, or when I was a kid, like when I was 15, 16, mm-hmm. when all the BLM stuff was going on, I, you kind of absorb that and you get to like, you know, feed it back out into mm-hmm. the world in, in a different way. So like, you know, you change the, you change African-Americans to, to goblins and you change the white people to, to just humans. And mm-hmm. it, you know, the story, changes but it's still the same it's the same things of prejudice and you know and and racism and but again like with all fiction fiction mirror i think life imitates fiction more than fiction imitates life sometimes Mm -hmm. and you get a lot of that within it because i mean ever since that's happened i feel like definitely the country's gotten a lot more 
interesting to mm-hmm. say the least definitely more polarized but mm-hmm. but yeah so um but yeah um and then we've kind of touched on this a little bit already but what do you think that the story is trying to say and what kind of message do you gather from it um or their like favorite themes of yours within the work i mean like we've said before i thought the um I feel like there's that aspect of like policing and rebellion against um, the structures and the institutions that hold that are holding the districts down. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I mean that message of rebellion. It's like um, and I mean yeah, that message of rebellion. I think that's really important, and I think that's what the story is trying to say. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily in the first book, obviously. Like, she definitely, the author definitely articulated it more throughout Catching Fire and Katniss being the Mockingjay and, like, making her the symbol of this revolution and then Mockingjay being her within the revolution and starting and ending it, basically. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, it's not really seen that much in the first book. But, I mean, I think overall the trilogy is trying to say that, like... I mean, I don't really know what it's trying to say because I did not read the books. <laughs> well, you can still gather it from the mm-hmm. movies. But I mean, like, you know, I, 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 I agree. And I think it also kind of stands to the point of, like, you know, we're not trying to do the same things that the people in the past did. Exactly. Because, like, you know, they, they, they changed when, uh, when she shot the, the, I think it's President Coyne was her name. Yes, President Coyne was the think, woman yeah. she was talking and then in the she movies. got that arrow to the throat. I know. She needed it. Yeah, she, she could have used it. She needed it. But I, I think that's really telling um, that she, Katniss was willing to believe in something, and the book is trying to speak to something that's better than most people are, because it takes a special person to ignore the, uh, ignore the injustice that goes on and, yes. uh, and you know stand up against people within your own crowd. Because I feel like, especially in high school for me, um, I was often with people who didn't share a lot of my same beliefs and mm-hmm. kind of aerated that, uh, aerated, <laughs> air, like uh, had that air of superiority around them yeah. that their beliefs were always right and yes. uh, other people's were always wrong. Whether, whatever they were believing, it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, you, you find people like that, but it's just, you know, you get that thing of extremism. So I think it shows that, that, um, that sense of like, you know, you have to stand up to those who, do injustice whether they're not on your side or they are on your mm-hmm. side. I think that's always a good thing to remember. Yeah, I like how the um, the movie showed the extremism of both Katniss's side. Well, she never really took a side. She was just the Mockingjay, mm-hmm. I could tell, but she obviously did want the rebellion to happen. And then the extremism of the Capitol and all the people who lived in the Capitol. Yeah. Like, I love that she showed both sides and how it was kind of like... Cadness wasn't in the middle, but it was like, she was like, I don't agree with either of these. These Both of these extremes, there's no good extreme. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, she was on the side of radicalism because she had to be on the side of radicalism. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The Capitol is so funny to me, too. Like, I just think it's like, because they have, like, one spot where it's, like, all the rich people live, yeah. and that's that's it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just think all that's so funny. They just live there. Yeah. They, like... 
No one else wants to. Well, because it's like, it's supposed to be like America, isn't it? Like, that's the area? I think so. Because I think Pan Am, is, is it Pan Am? Yeah, Pan Am yeah. is the whole thing. Because I thought it was supposed to be like a stand-in for like North America or something. Mm-hmm. Or like at least the USA and Canada. And mm-hmm. I think it's so funny because like the area is so huge. Unless the population just got like blown away or something. It's exactly. like, you've got to have somewhere for all of them to live. There's no way that at least the rich districts aren't yeah. like, hey. I don't know if I really like these guys mm-hmm. kind of taking us all the time. Mm-hmm. But and I also think it's really funny because if you think about it, they 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 made an uprising based on a reality TV show. <laughs> like, that's like if you saw like the true reality TV was so good. I loved it. <laughs> that's I... like if you saw like the what is it like the Jersey Shore and you're like <laughs> mm, that's it we're that's over, it. we're, we're overthrowing the U.S. government. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can't if, broadcast it's as this if anymore. Snooki ruled america <laughs> snooki ruled america and they were like we're done we're done we can't live like this anymore we're we done don't. it's over it's terrible snooki it's made worst. the districts <laughs> snooki is president's <laughs> snooki is president's Stop saying. <laughs> sorry snooki. i'm slandering snooki i love you snooki <laughs> i promise wherever you are out there snooki mallory's reading for you i'm sure she's listening to stories that inspires <laughs> stories that inspires her Weekly routine. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to the last question here and wrap things up for you, Mallory. Um, so I always ask people this, but is there anything that the story has inspired you to create? And if not, um, how does the story influence your life on a daily basis? And have you learned any lessons from the story that you think you practice somewhat regularly, not regularly? That's not probably the last one. Probably isn't good. That is, you practice at all? Okay, no, I don't practice rebellion regularly. Yeah, but I mean, I uh, did against my parents a few times. Oh, I'm edgy. Bad boy. No, bad <laughs> boy alert. Jesse, erase that from the tape. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> oh, he can't hear me. <laughs> There's no saving it. But yeah, so these, you know, your lessons. I mean. Lessons that I've learned, I've learned that I have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> I mean, I've never like... Lessons learned, I'm a dork. Mm-hmm. Uh, lessons learned, I've read a lot of Hunger Games fan fiction since I watched Oh my book. god. I know. Okay. I know, right. I've admitted it, I'm sorry. The worst part is that like, it wasn't when you were in middle school. This was when you were in high school. Oh this my was, goodness. This was recent. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I still a... read. No! No! <laughs> good if you find good authors oh mm-hmm. sorry guys that is so nasty <laughs> hey it's not inappropriate okay well i almost believe you <laughs> oh, man. Um, i mean um I don't Do you have any ones that you'd like to recommend to the people? Uh, oh, there's that, a that lot you know of Harry recently. Potter ones. There's a lot of Harry Potter fanfic. Oh, uh, you know, I learned recently that the longest fanfiction ever was uh, overtaken because it used to be this one called, I think it was like Subspace Emissary World Conquest. So <laughs> that in Smash Brothers, in Smash Brothers Brawl, they had this mode called the Subspace Emissary, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like. You know, it's the game, mm-hmm. and it's, like, the story mode of the game. And then someone decided to write fanfic off of it, and then it stemmed into, like, this... I, I swear to God, it's, like, 19 million words or something like that. But then it recently got trumped over by this one. I can't even remember what it's called, but I, I, sw- I, I swear to God that I'm not, I'm not making this part up. You can Google this. We'll Google this after the show. Okay. But there, the, the other one that got taken is where there's... 
I think it's about World War Two battleships, but they're like, <laughs> but they're like with a- anime people. Like oh, it's goodness. not like oh, I think no. they're also anime girls, and they like turn into like, <laughs> like a big mech that fights other warship. Like it's it's what? insane. I I've what? never read it. I've only googled it once, <laughs> just because I couldn't believe it when someone told me. I was like, "There's no way this is real," <laughs> and so, but it is. It's real, and. Now everyone who listened is yep. better off knowing that. It, yeah. Isn't that right, guys? It's yep. They they're all saying yes. They're they can't all saying hear me, yes. But they're saying yes. They're, they're all they're saying, totally saying yes. They're saying yes. <sighs> well, anyways, it has been. Um, it, it's been. A, it's been a time. It's to been have a time. You on the podcast, say great. <laughs> yeah, it's been. It's you know, it's definitely been one of the most times of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that'll probably do it for uh, this week's uh, story. Stories that inspire. Uh, Mallory, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful to have you on. Hopefully, Carson will be on next week. Um, he won't be feeling so terrible um, because I miss Carson, and I only get to see him two times a week. Okay, fine, probably about four. <laughs> Realistically, he also got me a really cool statue for Dungeons & Dragons when we start up our campaign. I will show it to you later. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But anyways, um, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you feel like going back and checking out some of the older episodes, go ahead and check that out. If you want to check out Xavier Newswire, which I'm also on and you can't get enough of me, you can catch me on the campus catch up the last few weeks or on the what in the world segment, uh, the entire time before that they switched my segment. So pretty exciting stuff. Got promoted. (gasps) Whoa, whoa, promoted. (laughs) It's just a different segment. (laughs) But yeah, um, or if you want to check out some of the other podcasts here, we've got Girl Boss Cubed, which is always a lot of fun to listen to. I listen to that one sometimes. It's basically uh, my friend Spencer and a few of his friends talking about some drama from the weeks. So yeah, it's a good time to, to listen. It's a good time to listen to them as well. But thanks everybody for listening. We've had a lot of fun recording this, and we hope you have a lot of fun listening. And I hope that some way this inspired you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.